This is K-Pop Sunday, brought to you by your K-Pop Sundays before you have to go back to work on Monday. We are your hosts, Old R, Min, and JR. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of season 3, also known as episode 50. That's right, this is our 50th recording of our main podcast. And since it's a special occasion, today we will be talking all about ourselves. <laughs> and we'll do a <laughs> mini deep dive on the history of how the K-pop sunbase became what it is today. And look back on the past and talk about what we're gonna do in the future, hopefully. So why not just jump into it, I guess? Well, let's start at the very beginning. As Julie Andrews says, it's a very good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chiller episode you can be stupid it's okay you know like how like the outtake episode it's like that yeah. but it's all in context <laughs> you're right <laughs> yes yes all right so all of this started in 2016 min had made a playlist for a friend who wanted to get into k-pop and over time this friend found groups and music they liked and the playlist grew quite large <laughs> It got to the point where Min had to make a spreadsheet in order to keep track of everything, which I find so funny. We love a good spreadsheet. Although, ironically, we don't use spreadsheets very often. No, we don't use Excel. Thankfully, we don't. Yeah. We probably should. We're not going to. Yeah. So this eventually led her to create a second spreadsheet called Throwback K-Pop that listed music from the 90s to 2008. On October 4th, 2017, she started making semi-daily posts about this on the Facebook group K-Pop Norge or K-Pop Norway. I'm sorry to all the Norwegians. I tried. It's so good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I've been wanting to add a note to it since I saw it written and I was like, no, I, I will watch you struggle. You're just gonna <laughs> revel in our pain. Oh my gosh. Yes. Hey, you guys hear me struggle with Korean at all times, so... <laughs> it's retribution. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And those posts received mixed interest. But Min had bigger plans. She was going to make a K-pop of the day Tumblr blog that would post songs every day of the year that were released up to 2008. Near the end of 2017, she made a blog under that name, but unfortunately it got deleted on accident. She didn't give up though, and K-pop OTD was created instead. It was in use until the end of 2018. Around late October 2018, Min was starting to feel overwhelmed from working alone for the last two years. She wanted to do a second blog for releases that came out between 2009 and 2015. So, she started reaching out to get help. The first person who responded was JR. They started working together to set up the new blog. There was another person who replied to Min's invitation, but they didn't end up joining. However, at the end of December, she received a message from me. After I joined, the trio, as you know it today, started working together. I just want to mention that I had seen her post asking for help like five times before I actually sent it. Because from what <laughs> I remember, Min, you were reblogging it every few days or so, so that it would like get back out into the blogosphere or whatever. And I remember telling yeah. myself, yeah, if I see her post it one more time, then I will reach out to her, I'll send her a message. And you did, obviously, because apparently nobody else was responding. <laughs> and yeah, you were so nice. I was, and I had never, I had never spoken to anyone on the internet before. Aww. It was a big step for me to be like, poke, poke, what you doing over there? Can I help? <laughs> See, complaining on the internet works sometimes. <laughs> oh, it brings results. <laughs> Yeah, like, I remember that time period being so stressful because I had already started making the, like, foundations of K-pop of the day, too. But I was like, there is no way I can do this alone. And mm -hmm. nobody replied to my blog post because my original Tumblr blog, not very big. Just gonna <laughs> say that it wasn't a big, big deal. So yeah, I just, I kept reposting it and being like, please, someone, please help me. I need help. Hello. Please, someone. <laughs> I did actually reach out to a couple of people, like, directly reaching out to people, but most of them either didn't reply or were like, huh, I'm too busy with life. And I'm like, okay, that's that's fair. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, very thankful when JR <laughs> mustered up the courage to say hello. <laughs> uh, 
Good times. Yes, yes. And from working on that new document, Throwback K-Pop Volume 2, they started posting. Min taught JRME how to format the posts, how to use Discord, and how to use Naver Music, which at the time was a site that comprehensively listed artist discographies and linked member pages. It was very useful, but not always accurate when it came to dates, which was a challenge for the blog and led to us going to other sources to find dates. The early weeks were going so well that on January 9th, 2019, we had our first voice call. We discussed blog work, went off on tangents, and made a lot of decisions that still affect us today, including calling our little group K-Pop Sundays. The name was decided because there are a lot of podcasts that were news, opinion, or focused on a single group, and we knew that we wanted to have an informative but fun-ish podcast, so I suggested K-Pop Scholar as we knew that we wanted to grow and improve our knowledge along with our audience, but then JR had been watching a historical drama at the time, so she suggested using the Korean word sunbae instead. It fit, and we didn't have any better ideas, so we went with it. (laughs) After the call, we continued to talk and brought up the idea of starting a podcast. Going by the name K-Pop OTD, at a meeting on February 2nd, social media accounts were set up and schedules were made. We came to rely on these regular meetings to make plans and to do research for the future podcast, including by studying existing K-Pop podcasts. While all this was going down, we were very busy in real life, Min was moving around constantly, JR was going to school, and I was working to get a certification to teach English. In April, we made a survey on Tumblr asking for what people wanted from us on the K-pop of the day blog, because we had over, I think, 100 people following it at the time, and we only got one response, so that was the end of us trying to make content based on feedback. From then on, we (laughs) would ask for feedback as a courtesy more than because we were expecting a response, because we do want to be open for people to sort of ask us questions and engage with us, but we're not expecting it. Like when we decide to do episodes for the year, it's because of what we want to do. It's not because someone asked for something or told us to do something. Right. We look at the episodes that we've put out that have done well and we're like, okay, why don't we try doing something in this vein again? Not exactly the same. Maybe it's a different group or a different angle, but we do what we can with the data that we have. Yeah, and we also always try to pick things that we are interested in. If it's Mm -hmm. a group that we're interested in, or if it's just a question that we're like, oh, we wonder what the answer to this question is. Let's let's try to figure it out. So it's always based in something that we're interested by. I was going to say, but also for season three, this current season was a product of last year when we did, on accident, so many huge deep dives and we were not expecting that. We're like, we're not doing that next year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the amount of time these people's careers spanned. We ended up making a lot of the episodes longer than we anticipated. It's been a learning process, seeing what we can do with the resources we have, the time we have, and just kind of like figuring out what is manageable. (laughs) Uh, Which, as we, we can also say, though, we were like, okay, no more big deep dives. Let's do groups that were around for three years max. And then we did Tiny G and C Clown, and both of those took six months each. So we have (laughs) not not got this down to a science. Yes, (laughs) we are not there yet. The problem, though, is that compared to our earlier stuff, like when we previously did After School, Sistar, Co-Ed School, and Infinite, compared to those, though, we have gotten so much better research. Like, we've learned how to go through old news articles on Korean sites. Mm-hmm. We've learned how to search and, like, find old fans to, like, reach out to and YouTube channels, like, to go through and stuff like that. We've learned how to research a lot of that stuff to where it's made more sources available to us, which is good because we're getting better at researching. But the downside, Mm -hmm. though, is that we are spending more time. (laughs) So you're getting more accurate episodes, but not easier on our side to research because then I know JR had this problem too, where I got to the point with Tiny G where I had about, what was it, like 30 or 40 pages? And Mm -hmm. I was like, cool, now I have to turn this into a script. And we try to keep those like 15 pages long. So it's a lot of editing. (laughs) Well, that was the reason why, like, if you look at Tiny G's script, the notes are the majority of it. There's like 30 pages Mm -hmm. of notes. Mm -hmm. 
It was yeah. absurd, but I felt like it was good. And also because for certain groups, there has not been so much cohesive, like bringing together of sources before, right. at least that I've seen, to where like we're making it easier for if someone wants to research them in the future. It's like, here's all these resources. We pulled them all for you. Yeah, it's literally in one document. Use your find and replace tool and you can put any word in. If you think this happened, you can make sure through our research. <laughs> yeah. If it's not there, it didn't happen. <laughs> and that's been a big part of our, I wouldn't say branding, but our like goal is to be able mm -hmm. to share the resources we find with others. So that's why we always have our scripts available for you guys to look at and comment on mm. if we got something wrong or there's yeah. something that we just absolutely missed. We wanted yeah. to make it accessible for anyone. But we've also gotten better, though, about utilizing the scripts more. Because, like, right. if you compare us now to the first season, like, going back to the first season scripts, we were not good at w with listing our resources. Like, we might write, like, source, but we wouldn't, like, pair that with where in the script as well as we do now. Right. Yeah. And, like, every paragraph has their sources listed in them. Right. Like, if we s cite something, the source is there. Yeah. So. Man, I remember though, yeah, Infinite was a mess. I think Infinite was our first deep dive and we struggled not only to do research, but one, it was a long-standing group that has continued yep. to make music. So it's an outdated yep. episode at this point. Two, oh, yeah. we didn't know how to format them nicely. So it's just kind of a list of what happened from whenever they debuted until the point where we <laughs> released the episode. It was, yeah. we have come a long way. <laughs> also, that was back when I was working in Korea too. So I, that was when I was starting to get the long hours mm -hmm. and like longer hours than in the past. That was when I was starting to stay to where like the last of the Korean teachers were leaving kind of thing. Yeah. Truly, I don't know how that first season happened because we were all just like so up in the air. <laughs> we set a date and we committed to that date. Should we have moved yes. it like a week? Yes. Did we? But we were determined no. not to. I also remember though just being so sick for the first few months I was in Korea. Mm -hmm. So like I had no time to do any research. But I remember for Infinite, I remember deep diving on every single thing in the discography and just yeah. like racing through it. I've got a lot of songs that I liked out of there, but I feel like that's whenever we go back through it, like they deserve better. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That is one to revisit. That's That's been on my mind, yeah. Back to our story. Back to <laughs> us. In August 2019, we did a test episode, or episode zero, to see how a podcast would sound. It was kind of a train wake, but you know, <laughs> we're here now. And at that time, the podcast name was still being debated. And we had a list of suggestions for names, which included K-pop Sunbay Cast, K-Cast, and Hallyu Cast. We had a theme, and thankfully we dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, K-pop Sunday was decided on, because it was a wordplay off of K-pop Sunbay, and Oldar kept a joke going by saying we would release it on Sunday. So, you know, Sunday, Sunday, it all works out. <laughs> it, it worked out <laughs> we made it work we have gotten a little bit less strict on the ice cream theming it's still there still very much there but we've gotten smoother with the ice creams mm -hmm. in recent years as we've been going on <laughs> anyhow episode zero was actually recorded on august 9th and we're never going to release it because it's just about our favorite movies and not about K-pop. And this was the very first time our intro was actually said. And I was originally going to be the person who says our podcast intro because I somehow ended up being the host. Like the main <laughs> main. You're host the ringleader. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. And I just, I couldn't say it. It's too many words. Too, just too many words for me to say. And since Oldar wrote the intro, she got handed the job of saying the intro. So that is how that happened. And also for episode zero, our audio quality, terrible. We did everything wrong, which is a good place <laughs> to do everything wrong. Because, oh lord, everything was wrong. <laughs> I remember you been messaging me and be like, so, 
did you have earphones on? And I was like, no, was I supposed to have earphones on? And you were like, yes, there is an echo in all of your audio because <laughs> it makes sense now. I wasn't thinking about it when we first did it, but like you, you said- You wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah. But like you said, it was a good time to have all the mistakes happen. Although we would make many mistakes going forward and still do today. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but that really helped. That Zero episode helped us get through stuff and also see mm-hmm. timing about people talking. Like we had conversations, but it's different when you're recording for something. It's a different feel at right. all. Yeah. And we also didn't really know each other at that point also. So our like voice conversations before this recording were also very awkward. <laughs> oh <That> lord. <laughs> we were an awkward bunch. Still kind of awkward when talking to other people if you have listened to us on other podcasts. It's still awkward. Yeah. But we're better amongst um, ourselves. That's what counts. <laughs> yeah. And we still haven't met each other in person either. That's what makes it so impressive. Yeah. We also have never even done a video call with each other either. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. I've, I've seen like two pictures of each. I think I've seen two pictures of JR and possibly one of Oldar. I don't take pictures yeah, you of just, myself. You, no. come a, you come across people, people's yeah. Instagrams and it happens. It's weird. If we ever meet up someday, that will be our first YouTube vlog. We're coming back remember, on that later. Uh, oh, fun. <laughs> Do you remember at the very beginning, we were joking about, I don't remember what episode it was or if it was in a separate text conversation. But there was at one point where we were on phone call and we were like, at some point, if we meet in person, we had a destination where we wanted to meet. Do you remember where that was? KCON? Probably mm-hmm. KCON. It's not K-pop related. It's not K-pop related? No. Nope. Oh, there was a place remember. where we made a joke, where we said we were going to have our first and we were going to call it a business meeting. Was it at an ice cream shop or something? No. Nope. <laughs> or Berlin. I don't know why, but no. Berlin. No, not, not Berlin. Berlin. It's in the US. Berlin. It's in the US. In the US? I don't yeah, know, the Hancock US. building? Nope. Oh, God. It must have been tower. something food related. I know. There is food that, there, but it's, it's not like the, the main drive. We talk about. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I know. This was at the beginning, you're saying? This was this was discussed at the beginning? Yeah. I don't remember uh. if it was on a phone call or in a text, but I ran across it recently and I thought it was funny. Because I still think we should do that. Huh. It has food, so I'm like, my brain is just like... It has eateries there. Yeah. It has eateries yeah there's what? yeah there's even a starbucks in there chicago nope. is it like a in walmart general? no walmart? A walmart. <laughs> i don't know what you're we will take you to walmart story. is it target yeah, that sure. has like weird <laughs> in it does target, target have does have a starbucks it does yes some targets it does. do you're right i'll give you a hint this place can be either be in california or florida disney, disney? yes did we say disney yes that is yeah. so we that we funny. Were, we it's said so that we were going to meet at Disneyland, and then we were going to count it as a business meeting. Yeah, that sounds like us. I've never been to Disneyland, so that's probably why. I don't want to go to France. Ugh, well, that was the joke. I, I didn't want to go to Disney World in Paris. Because I, I don't want to go to France. <laughs> yeah, we said we were going to... Because I mentioned going to VidCon and how much fun I had, and at the convention but then also you get like a discount to go to disneyland afterwards too and so i was telling you guys about that and you guys were like we need to do that it would be fun i like it we we had the right idea back then yeah. <laughs> i just thought that was i ran into that recently and i was like that is still very on theme for us we're having a business <laughs> meeting brand. by going on the tower of terror <laughs> Oh, no, wait, it's no. not in... It's <laughs> not in... Getting me to go to... On that no, 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 we're not going there again. No, 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 no. I was... the Let's let's have a business meeting in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I'm So, guys, the, here's our stats. <laughs> if we'll ever meet, it will be recorded somehow. Do we yes, know how? We gotta. No. But that, that is a future us problem, because it ain't happening this year. <laughs> it's not in the next few <laughs> that years. That is though. for sure. Yeah. Mm. But let us go back to 2019. We made plans for releasing the very first episode of our podcast in September, but things got delayed because on August 23rd at 2pm, Oldar found out that after months of attempting to get a job teaching English in Korea, her visa was approved and she was expected to be in Korea within a few days. Things were hectic. (laughs) 
how did we still manage to do things? Who knows? But, but we did. And finally, our podcast was officially started to be recorded and published? Question mark? Did, did we publish in October? Yeah, that, that we yes. recorded it. We recorded it that that soon before it was because it was October sixth. That was the first day yeah. the episode went. Wow. Do you remember why it took that long? No. <laughs> well, you had because I didn't get... have internet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For a while, I didn't there. have internet in my apartment yeah. because I didn't have my what's called an alien registration card, and that's one of the things like you sign up for like internet with. That's how you open a bank account, all that jazz. So I had to wait till October. And right. so I was going to to contact you guys. I only could message you guys from school or I had to go to, what's it called? An internet cafe. PC Bong. Those are the yeah. two places. The PC Bong. Yeah. PC Bong. That was where I was hanging out at nighttime. Yeah. Like I didn't have Wi-Fi at home and I didn't have cell service either in Korea. So I had to wait. Yeah. Crazy times. So yeah. The podcast eventually, finally got recorded and Oldar eventually got settled in Korea getting her own Wi-Fi connection and things were starting <laughs> to look up and very quickly went straight back down <laughs> because most of the first season I was the editor of pretty much every podcast episode. There's a reason why they're bad because I'd never edited a podcast oh before. Goodness. So yeah, but I also had the big computer issue because my motherboard melted very soon after our first or second recording for the podcast. So I at one point thought I had accidentally lost our entire episode one, but Google Drive did save us. All was well. Nothing was <laughs> lost. Just my uh, first couple of cuts of episode one did get lost. But I redid it. I think I redid it like three times and it's still hot garbage. <laughs> But we got through it. And thankfully, JR started helping out editing, which was uh, also terrifying for her, because she had also never done this before. But mm. we all pulled it together. Yes. <laughs> so even though JR was very nervous about becoming an editor, she quickly became basically the lead editor of the show and has been so since for the last couple of seasons. And not solely alone, but she's done a lot of the editing hard work. And in late 2019 to late September 2020, most of the podcast heavy stuff were on JR's shoulders and eventually also on Oldar's shoulders when she got a bit more stable. Life came together. <laughs> And also upgraded microphones. That was that was good good times. I got better microphones. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't pack the one I had used. We've been through a surprising amount of microphones for a group of people who do not get paid to make this. All of us have had multiple microphones. <laughs> no idea how. Thankfully, they're better. Yeah. Is it perfect? No. Better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I was listening back to the audio from the first episode, and it sounds like we're all talking in cans. Yeah. <laughs> like aluminum cans. It's pretty bad. <laughs> so we have made it full circle, I would say, in terms of technology. <laughs> yeah. Well, Is there room for improvement? Yes. But we'll, we'll get to it. For what we had at the time, it worked. Yes. Yeah. Yep. At some point around Christmas, we decided that, hmm, maybe we should take a break. And then we did. And we figured out that, oh, let's make a season two and try to make it better. Because initially we had no end goal. We were just like, let's just go until we go. And that's why season one is so long. In season two, <laughs> we started standardizing how we do our podcast, how we want our somewhat of a branding to look, and just made even more spreadsheets about how to do what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So things went a little bit more smooth in the start of season two, and we also set boundaries, which we didn't do for season one. Yes. No boundaries for season one. Season two, we had we had a start and we had a stop. <laughs> Very smart to mm -hmm. do. But also, in the beginning of season two was when I personally started going to school. JR finished up going to school. So Old R was left to take over the brunt of the writing work for season two until JR was finally released from school so she could also <laughs> 
have a little bit more free time to help out. Mm -hmm. And alongside writing so many scripts and doing so much research, Oldar started writing even more outside of the podcast, which eventually led to the release of The Sunbay Scoop, our monthly articles on our website. Yeah. Which is really cool. How did it happen? I don't know. Who knows? Made it happen. Somehow. <laughs> She'll talk a bit about the inception yeah, in a second I'm, here. I'm still shocked that that actually happened. <laughs> like, props to you guys. I had nothing to do with it. So I'm like, hell yeah, you did it. I talked about it for like over a year before it actually happened too. Yeah. I said I wanted to do it and other people were like, yeah, we want you to do it and we want to be in on it. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Planning works somehow. And as for our current season, season three... It was in the beginning all supposed to be simple so that we could work on bigger projects that we've had on the back burners for a while. And instead, we've just been doing a lot of things at the same time. Why do we always do this? Mm -hmm. We always end up back here <laughs> doing too many things at the same time. <laughs> all the time. We tried at least. We tried. <laughs> we always say, oh, we're going to take a break. Remember at the beginning of the year when we were like, oh, we're going to take off yeah. January and we did not take off January because we're idiots. We did not take off January. <laughs> we I said, think. oh, we're going to take off Christmas. We did not take off Christmas. No, like that's our mm -hmm. base goal. After season one and we really lost, hmm, Christmas is a good good place to take off a break because our first Christmas we didn't yeah. take a break and then we realized, hmm, that's stupid. We just never take breaks. <laughs> We, and even if, like, there's been times where, like, you've been out of town, and then JR and I go off and write more. Like, we don't take breaks. Yeah. There's never a time mm -mm. when all three of us are like, guess what? No one's working on anything this week. We've never done that. We always say we will, but we never do. That probably be the week that we meet each other. That's the week when we take a break, where we actually <laughs> show up. But then, even then, we're going to still be making content in some way. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you. I'm going to make you do so many TikTok dances. I will force you to be on uh, uh, my hell side of a TikTok, of which I haven't done anything with for a while. Yes, yes. Fun, fun, Good. fun. But yeah, let's continue over to some of our side projects. That isn't this main thing, because we've released 60 or so episodes to this podcast feed, but not all mm -hmm. pertaining to this specific podcast. So let's dive into some of our side projects. Yeah, so... Like we have mentioned a few times already, the end of 2020 came and we were like, wow, we've been doing this for over a year and we have not stopped once to take a second and like think about what we are doing. <laughs> so we were kind of all burned out and we didn't want the quality of the show to diminish either. So we made a plan to have a meeting after we took some time off where we could discuss the next season and just kind of how we wanted to make it better. And during that time off, I had a lot of thoughts personally, and I put it into uh, this gorgeous PowerPoint that I was planning on showing my two lovely co-hosts. And in that PowerPoint, I suggested that instead of going from January to December, we instead do half-year seasons, and we would start in July and go to December. That way, we could have the first half of the year to do all the researching and recording so that by the time July came around, we would have something of a backlog of episodes to put out monthly. Monthly. It's not a perfect <laughs> science. Both last year and this year, we have had some episodes ready to go up. We definitely have some more time between episode releases, but it's not perfected yet. We haven't gotten to a point where it's like, okay, most of season X is done and we haven't even released our first episode. That's where I want us to be next year if it actually <laughs> happens. I don't know. Maybe we just but quit. That's always the goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no. you know we won't. We just do a girl kind and just delete everything. <laughs> just disappear. No, no. No. All the work. Ugh. But yeah, so in that downtime, I suggested that we do a quote unquote mini podcast. So January to June. And in those much shorter episodes, we would put out content that required little to no research in order to still have something being released. And thus the Single Scoops mini podcast was born. So if you have seen a little green cover art with a smashed ice cream cone that says single scoops in your feed and you typically see our main podcast art, same people 
different podcast. That makes absolutely no sense. I'm sorry, but there you go. That's the best description you're getting. <laughs> so yeah, same RSS feed as our main podcast, but the content I would say is quite different, much less formal, depending on what we're doing. Sometimes a single scoop will take just as much time to research as a normal podcast episode. But we discuss singular albums, title tracks, K-dramas, Korean movies. Really, it's whatever we feel like. And during the main podcast season, we don't technically put them out every month. If something happens or if something is released and we feel like we want to talk about it, we will. So the last episode that came out was The Emergency Act 19, <laughs> Korean Movie Talk, which has been doing really well in terms of downloads. Why? I don't know. It's a fairly we have a theory title. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have our a theory, though. Yeah. But yeah, some of my favorites from the single scoops are our first episode, Because It's My First Life. That's one of my favorite K-dramas. I roped Old R into watching it with me and she enjoyed it too. So check that out. And probably N Flying's Man on the Moon album talk. I just really love that album and getting to talk about it in depth was really fun to me. I do want to address the elephant in the room. Min has yet to make an appearance on the single scoops. I will get you on there, Min. <laughs> I don't know what I will have to do, but you will be on there and hopefully it will be soon. <laughs> but yeah, we'll continue to release main podcast episodes and single scoops. But Oldar, why don't you tell us about your media child? Because that is what I'm calling these side projects, media children. <laughs> They're babies. Okay, so yeah, last fall I started a small writing blog for various topics on K-pop. I wanted to do it after talking to a few friends who were fed up with the state of writing in K-pop. Like there are certain articles that people get very angry over. It's like this was very poorly researched. Whenever you see one that's like this is the best what or what ever and it's like you have nothing before 2015. Like are <laughs> you sure? K-pop's been around since the 90s. Are you sure nothing happened before then? Like, are you sure? And so there were a lot of people who were really angry. And I was like, true, you're right. There's a lot of garbage articles and books out there. And so this was to be an outlet for people who wanted to write about stuff that they were interested in a way that it wasn't just news where it's like you hear it, you immediately spread it or just general right. gossip and assumptions from fans, which is a whole thing too. Two friends of mine did the first two articles that came out. Then I commandeered it. <laughs> it was originally <laughs> supposed to be a literary magazine, but then I got to the point where I realized I had no time or interest in writing or editing multiple articles every month. Gee, it couldn't be because of Tiny G research, could it? <laughs> where I was just like, I can't do this. So we didn't really advertise it much due to that. And it's become more my thing to write about stuff I'm curious about, namely group discographies. Q -Q. Or, yeah, QOQ was the one where I'm like, <laughs> who's Kulapika? I remember that name, but I don't know like the whole thing. And then I, as more as dived in into it, I was just like, wow, QOQ was a thing. And it's still remembered very fondly by people in Korea. Like, sometimes when I do research, I'll send them to my Korean friends who are like, how do you find this stuff? I barely remember it. How did you find it? Or sometimes I do them out of spite. Deuce, I did that article out of spite because of someone who said, I'm going to do a history of Deuce and then just talked about Sung oh, Jae's death yeah. and was really offensive about it. And it when there were people in the first gen community who went to say, hey, maybe don't do it like this. What about this and this? Like, I don't think this person even mentioned the other member of Deuce. There's two people. And you couldn't mention Lee Hyun Do. Like, it was just stupid. But that person, though, went on to attack in just horrible ways, these first gen people who were like big names in the first gen fan community. I was just like, what a horrible person. So I made the article to be like, if you're going to do a histrionic group, here's how you do it. And I already had like a personal blog from my old HOT posts from the old HOT Tumblr that I was posting on around that time. But this has mainly taken over what I was going to do on there. Just because it was like, this can be useful for Sunbase long term. And I want it under the Sunbase name. So that's why. Mm -hmm. Long term, though, I do want to get it back to being a place where people can post their thoughts on K-pop because... There's a lot of people out there with good information and opinions, but they'll put them as like one-off comments under YouTube videos or Reddit threads that don't always get the attention they should. So this was to get those people I know who do that stuff. And while I understand why they themselves don't want to make a blog or submit it somewhere for review from like an official source, it's like, 
Here's where you could put it up to where it could stand on its own and you could just link it out. And it's very easy instead of it being a missable side note. But for now, I do not have the energy for that due to my other main focus, which is the HOT project. Well, I do want to just add a side note here. If you do want to submit something, I do work kind of as the editor for this. So I can be looking at submissions. If you go to our website, we have a submission guide. If you want to write for us, we do not pay. It's just to get your work out there. You can go there, read the submission guide, and possibly submit something that would possibly be released on our website and for the world to see. Yeah, it's basically, once again, just where people, they want to write about stuff, but they don't want to do like their own blog that you could just dump it on there. Yeah, yeah. And we give you credit for it. You can publish it other places. It's your own thing. It's not, yeah. it's not tied down in any way whatsoever. No, it's just to where like it has its own thing that you can link out mm-hmm. easier. That's the whole point of it. Because there were friends who were just, once again, just doing like little side notes. And it's like, I wish more people knew about this. It's like, well, it'd be easier if you just like, here, here's the link. Go look at what I wrote. Mm-hmm. There's a couple people who are great at researching, but they don't want to be credited like big time for stuff. Like there's certain people who've helped us do research and then they're like, do not mention me. <laughs> it's like, why? As long as you're respectful. Yeah. As long as you're respectful, we we don't have many guidelines outside of that. And we will not own the copyright to the thing you write. So right. don't worry. We will not go full <laughs> yeah. Google on you. But it's also at the point where though we're like, it's just beginning and it's kind of not really a thing right now. So mm-hmm. it, it might change over time to where it's like, oh, I'm much nicer, but we're not there yeah, yet. If we ever release it physically, then it will be different. <laughs> yeah, uh, we won't. You never know. <laughs> but the reason why that there's not much outreach or work being done on it is because of something else that I've already been working on. For those of you who don't already know, I've been working on a series explaining the history of HOT since 2016. I started it on a Tumblr blog, but it has since outgrown it. And this was before I met Min and JR. So over the years, they have supported my work and the project got moved to being a Sunbay thing. Last year especially was really pivotal because that was when I ran into screenshots for their autobiography and it took me about two months to loosely transcribe and translate, loosely translate, but then that was put on hold for this podcast and I had hoped to finish it before the group's 25th anniversary, but it didn't happen, so I just figured it would be best to take my time and do it well. I did post a teaser on YouTube to make people aware that it was happening though, because there were rumors that, oh, so-and-so is going to do a history. And I went, no, you're not. <laughs> there are certain people who I do not want them to touch the history of HOT because I've already seen them do histories on other groups and I think they do trash work. So I was like, no, this needs to be in community. So I was like, I could do that. But by the end of last year, I was working on the fourth script and had most of the voiceovers done for the first three episodes. It's going to be eight episodes, I've already decided. However, it was then that I was sent the link to the original scans of the autobiography. Just someone randomly on the internet had heard about that I was looking for what, hey, is this what you're looking for? And I'm like, I don't know you, but yes, you are correct. Thank you. And so I spent a month correcting and adding onto my original transcriptions because there were a lot of errors with it as the closer I zoomed into the screenshots, the more blurry the Hangul became. And at times I had to make a guess and it's like, I think this is a word. It was because of that that I didn't want to move forward on the project until I made sure the edits didn't change the story drastically. Like, I want to make sure that the facts weren't changed, very specific ones especially. However, when I went to combine all those transcriptions into the same document, it kept crashing because the book itself is over 200 pages long with each member writing about 40 pages. I finally got it sorted out about two months ago as of the time of this episode's release, but I haven't had time to work on it due to me finishing writing on this podcast and researching for the Sunday Scoop because QQ was only supposed to take like maybe a couple days and instead it took me two months. So right now the project is being held up while I work on retranslating the HOT autobiography. And this time though, I have a Korean friend who does like translations, that's what she does. And she's in the first gen community, so she's willing to look it over. So my plan is to send her, in theory, if this happens, once a month, 
the translations side by side with the original Korean section by section. So then it's not overwhelming for her either. And when she approves of it, then I will put it all together and post it on our site as a PDF. There's a couple pages missing from the book. So at some point, I'm hoping to get my hands on a physical copy so then I can add on to it. And then after that's done, I'm going to go back through the scripts and fix them as needed. There have been some updates I've needed to have on there. And then the project will be back on track. So it's going to be a while, but for those of you who are looking forward to it and wondering what's going on, I hope you understand why I'm being so careful with it. There's nothing like this out there about HOT in English that goes through their history and discography in a comprehensive way. So I want to make sure I get it right. It's not going into everything because they did a lot. (laughs) And just listing everything will not be great. Mm Mm-hmm. The point of it is to catch people up with the basics and especially to squash a lot of misinformation I've seen posted by international and newer K-pop fans and also certain K-pop academics who I've yet to see a single one get the facts right or at least understand what the group was doing. Once it gets all together, it's going to be available on YouTube, but I might also release it as a bonus podcast episode, but I'm still debating about that and if I should release the scripts as written versions as well. It wouldn't be much more work, but I don't know if I'll decide to go through with it because I've already planned on having the script linked due to the fact that there are character limits in YouTube descriptions and I've hit that before. (laughs) So I don't want to be like listing all those resources and then it like, oh no, you can't list this one anymore. It's like, no, I've got like 40 more. So just releasing the scripts with like all of the information is better that way. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, that's the situation. So there's a lot of pieces, but it's coming. And as far as I know, we will at least have Arabic subtitles on it as well. And Norwegian. Oh, is Min, are you doing a Norwegian translation for it? Min told me she was going to. <gasps> okay, yeah, so not just for English speakers. And also, HOT Portuguese, they're on board. I'm going to see if I can get Korean as well, and I don't know if I can get Spanish or Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. There are HOT fans in those categories, but I have for sure. I've reached out to them about the project, but they haven't said they're interested in contributing. Like, I'm, right. I, they know what's going down, but they haven't said so far if they want to be involved. Yes, fun things, multiple languages happening. No, I just, I think it's really good that we're trying to branch into different languages for what we can. I'm I'm not going to promise like every project we ever release is going to have multiple languages, Mm. but HOT project for sure is going to have at least two or three. It's going to be as good as we can make it to be. Mm. Well, also with the HOT project, there are a couple different fan groups that are obviously into HOT who are already doing translation. So when I brought this to them, I think it was the Portuguese people who I literally sent them the first script and they were like, we're in. So I was Mm -hmm. like, yes. Mm -hmm. And I also contacted the, there's somebody who does translating HOT old videos into English and Spanish. I reached out to them and I said, hey, here's the project. Here's literally a script so you can look at it. Can I use clips from it? I will obviously source you. Here's how I do it. And they were like, we're in. Nice. This is a very specific project, so translations just depend on who could do what. And I, my Korean is not confident enough for me to put our scripts in Korean. There's no way. So that project will be on YouTube. Let's talk about another project that is going to be on YouTube eventually. So since the beginning of the podcast, we have had a desire to transfer the episodes over to YouTube for like a visual version of the show. However, that is a huge undertaking. And as we mentioned earlier, Min's computer completely went on the fritz. Oldar and I are not competent enough with video editing and we're also very busy with other things. So we essentially have just shelled that idea for the past two years. Recently though, Min has been able to get back to being able to edit and then we hit another snag. (laughs) Our first episodes are pretty terrible. We do not encourage people to go back and listen to them up to like a certain point. And we were just kind of like, this is not going to be easy to transfer from just audio into a visual medium. So Min suggested that we recut those episodes. (laughs) And that means going back through redoing some of the audio to make it sound a bit nicer and just like recutting down the episodes, taking out tangents we had, misinformation. So that's kind of where we are right now. I'm working on the first episode now. Hopefully I will be done with it very soon. 
And by the end of the year, we might possibly finally make our way into YouTube. And we're going to have like little caricatures of ourselves and correlating media with what we're talking about and possibly some new music in the background. So that is definitely something that we hope you will look forward to. And we will put out more information when we are closer to that point. But yeah, hopefully that is coming soon. I'm very excited about it. I just want to add, we could, in theory, have posted our podcast to YouTube from day one, but we really didn't want our <laughs> podcast to just be, oh, it's our podcast logo and then a video. We are extra. We wanted it to be good and actually be something worthwhile <laughs> yes. watching. So this mm -hmm. could have happened earlier, but we're too stubborn. But finally, we might actually be getting somewhere. <laughs> Right. In fact, in that first year, 2020, I think it was, Min, you had tried a few different things. Yeah. Kind of put the intro put was clips really together. good. Yeah, the intro was gorgeous. I made so many intros. Yeah, the main reason why I couldn't really work on it efficiently is because I was sitting there listening to our podcast and then editing our already edited podcast episode in my video editing software to make it flow better and it just doesn't work. You have to go back to the very beginning and just redo it all because the way we edit episodes have changed drastically from we begin yeah. knowing nothing. We're a bit better at cutting out all of the nonsense that is just not interesting to listen to. On the topic of stuff that I edited that just never saw the day of light, I made a couple of different intros to our podcast, which... I don't think they're gonna be used anymore because we changed the song. We don't use that song anymore, so I'll have to remake it to fit our current song. Mm -hmm. But I also made the intro to the H.O.T. thing, the original one, and then Oldar remade it <laughs> in our own vibe. But I made the, the teaser of it. I try to copy into that vibe, though, because I, I fell in love with that intro, and I'm like, oh, I want it everywhere, but then... Because it was me that was doing the editing, I'm like, I cannot copy Min. Like, I cannot. <laughs> like, I could try. I feel like we've mentioned it a little bit here and there, but the official branding for our show has always been done by my younger sister. When the... <laughs> When the first season was coming out, she had just taken her first ever graphic design class, something like that, and she had very little knowledge of what she was doing, but she still managed to give us like a beautiful cover. Yeah, so our first, second, and this current third season, she has made the cover art for all of our seasons, all that stuff. She's also made our mascot, and I'm just thankful that <laughs> we have someone to do that official stuff, because otherwise I'm the one making all the graphic art that goes up, all the promotional images and stuff like that. And the quality is not the same, but it does what it needs to do. I think it has brought in hopefully a few listeners. But yeah, we're just, we're thankful to have someone in-house who is willing to do that for us, and hopefully she will continue to. <laughs> I think our current podcast art is my favorite we've had so far. I really liked last season's, yeah. but I think this one takes the cake. Or the ice cream, if you want. <laughs> Ice cream cake. Ooh, ice cream cake is good. Her Instagram is linked. I'm going to go back and link it in every episode. But in this current season, I have listed her official like professional Instagram. She has a page on our website where we have listed everything she's made for us. So that's something of a portfolio for her too. Yeah, she's she's done a very good job. And I'm very thankful that she's been willing to work with us. Oldar, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you talk to us about expansion now? So with us trying to do more and more things, we have tried to bring on more people to help us research, write, be involved, but nobody is officially working on the KI Pop Sunbase besides the three of us. And of course, your sister as the graphic designer for us. Right, right. But there have been, though, a couple of people who have shown interest, but when we've invited them to look at what we do, like actually see all the work with the scripts and for research that goes on with them, or there was actually one person who we invited to do, like how I joined to where before originally coming in, Min wanted me to do a piece, mm -hmm. wanted me to give like a post, like how she would do it to see, A, are you actually going to follow through with the work? B, what is your style? Like, how are you actually good at it? Or are you just like, woof? So we did that for somebody and then she was not able to finish it. So we kind of 
gauge what people do. But when people see what we do, they get spooked. <laughs> like that's the only <laughs> nice word to put it. And we don't want to add people we don't know very well. However, we don't want to refuse new people either. So we wanted to let our listeners know that if you want to learn how to do research like us, because I've heard multiple times people go, oh, I could never do that. It's like, yes, you can. <laughs> we had to learn somewhere. You can catch up with us. <laughs> or if you want to help us with the topic you're interested in, because we don't really announce topics ahead of time. But if you're like, hey, guys, if you are going to research this, I want in or anything like that, reach out to us and we'll talk about it. Like, just talk to us and we'll figure out something that you are willing and able to do. And remember, this whole thing started as a K-pop of the day blog. This has taken about four years to get to where we are now. So if you like what we do and you want to get on making content about K-pop, feel free to reach out to us. There's actually somebody who does parallel work to what we do, but she's not ready to start her own thing. And I was like, you could work with us for a little while because you've got some great information. And then when you're ready, you can branch out. But she was like very nervous when she saw what we do. <laughs> so we just want to put it out there. Yeah. And if you're another K-pop podcast listening to us right now, you can join our Discord server, K-pop Podcasters Club. Please join our Discord. It's not for our show. We don't have a designated Discord for this show. Feel free to make one, but we're not going to make one. But we have a podcaster's Discord that we would love to have you in. Or if you are a podcaster and you want to do a collab on something, there's one person in particular who we've got two episodes we've discussed with them, but we're not doing it anytime soon. So it's like, hey, can you come on and do this? We did that for another podcast and we have had guests on here before. So... We're not closed off. We just are terrible at planning. I don't think we mentioned really that we did a podcast with the Soul Patch. Oh, yeah. They're a bunch of professors living in Korea. They're professors, correct? Expats. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're expat so, teachers at universities who teach English. We're open to different things. Reach out if you want. So, to finally round this episode out, let's share our thoughts on this whole ordeal. Min first. I still don't know how this all happened. I somehow became the quote-unquote leader of this thing, yep. and it just kind of happened. We had a stupid idea. The podcast was initially a joke, and then we were like, yeah, we're going to do that. And then we just did it. <laughs> and now we're here, and we're planning even more stuff. And I'm kind of terrified to see what we're going to do in the future, because I know it's going to be even more exhausting than what we're already doing. <laughs> And we're still somehow gonna manage to do it. How? I don't know. So it's been a couple of strange years, but uh, let's hope for more years to come, I guess. I can't believe that we were able to... I think it's only one or two episodes we've ever not been on time for. Yeah, I think it was after school and the co-ed school. Because we had to split it. Yeah, yep. That was just... I can't believe we yeah. did that. <laughs> so when I first reached out to Min in 2018, I really had no idea where that one message would take me and the fact that we have grown so much the fact that we continually put content out on time the fact that it always goes out on time like you said there have only been two episodes where we were like and that was for technical reasons or it was never because we slacked or anything like that there was always a good reasoning behind it and I'm very proud of that. <laughs> I am a procrastinator. So just, I feel like that's a pretty big accomplishment in itself. But also just the fact that we respect each other and we're always asking each other for opinions and, you know, just discussing things before we jump into them, whether it's big or small. I think it's a very healthy way of doing it and surprising that we're able to do that. I'm saying that in the best way possible, obviously, but... Yeah, I <laughs> I grew up in the don't talk to strangers online generation. I know a lot of my friends did. I was very scared of that, so I did not. But then I saw Min's message and I was like, I'm going to do that anyway. I, I kind of feel like it. And I'm just thankful that you guys are normal and that it didn't turn into something weird. <laughs> you even got a CD out of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. One of my favorite CDs. 
Thank you so much. I, we've we've sent mail to each other. Yeah, we have. We have not seen each other in person, but yes, yes, mail has been sent. Also, like Jared, one time sent me a card as a thank you for me sending her album, and I still have it on like my bulletin board. Like I'm looking at it oh. right now, and it's these kittens in a basket, <laughs> and Jared labeled them with Min in the middle, <laughs> me on the left, and then her on the right. It is so cute, and I've kept that. I also have the pen you sent me too. Like, Aww. you also sent me a face mask and it smelled like bacon, even though it yeah. was supposed to be we what? Were red ginseng confused. or something? Yeah, ginseng. And we were like, is that how ginseng is supposed to smell? We don't know. We've never had it in real life before. <laughs> but yeah, on a more serious note, I'm just very thankful for all of this as a whole because, especially in the beginning, I had not participated in something creative in years, and I feel like it was starting to take a toll on me, and I really felt that need to write, to create, to make something. And, you know, just due to some personal things, I felt like my creative well had just run completely dry. And not to be dramatic, but it really felt like that was something that was so far away from me, and I couldn't really grasp it anymore. And, you know, just because of that blog, I had the ability to write, I had the ability to research, and outside of our official branding, like I said, I do make the artwork and graphic design for our promotional images and stuff. And it kind of forced me to kind of start all that up again. Maybe I would have found it in different places, but I'm just really glad that I found this creative outlet with you guys. And I'm just very thankful to Min and Old R for being with me through it all. And I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else. <laughs> you guys have been really great. I love how you're so heartfelt and I'm like, I don't know how we got here and I'm just wrong for the light. <laughs> <laughs> you say that and then you're the one driving it. I don't even have I a know, driver's license, this sir. <laughs> I think this is a bad idea. It's a boat. We're in a boat. That's what it's makes it even better. <laughs> We're on rocky waters. <laughs> you don't have your license, but that really makes the metaphor match even better. That we do have our license, <laughs> but we're not the ones driving. Yeah. As for me, I've had a hard time, like Min, understanding how we've been doing this for four years that we've been working mm -hmm. together. And the podcast for three, because I know we've said many times, we were expecting each other just to drop it at some point, and we haven't. <laughs> Instead, we've done more. <laughs> And I've collaborated with people online before and worked on projects with them in the past that ultimately failed or people abandoned before it got far. And I don't know how or why this group of three has stuck together and expanded work over years, but I'm thankful to J.R. Min for doing this with me. We have had our rough times, but we always try to look for the best outcome. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why we've gone on for so long is that we all have a passion. And we support each other fully, even with, like, the amount of dumb jokes that have come out from this podcast. Like, the podcast name was a joke. The intro was a joke. The HOT project becoming a sun-based thing was started as a joke. Because I remember talking about how I wanted to get into and you're like, you should do it for some bays and yada yada. And I was like, ha, yeah, I'll do that. And then I actually ended up working on it. <laughs> like, we need, I need to stop making bad jokes. Because then you two take they me seriously. That's reality. the problem. You don't let me just say a dumb joke and move on. You guys have the exact same humor as I do. We, we laugh at the worst stuff together. Uh, that's like not funny, but we find humor in it. <laughs> and... The HOT project was supposed to be a much smaller production because it was just with that blog. It was made for the blog that's just like taking that and put it on YouTube. But then it grew due to feedback from Min and JR. So it's their fault it's come, become the monster <laughs> it is today. And yeah, it was supposed to just be a two-bit passion project. So shame on y'all. I take full responsibility. You, you and Min both. <laughs> we'll share the responsibility. Min's fault was that it was, she made the intro. I'm like, that is too good for this two-bit project this low quality thing I was going to do, then it made me want to do more and do better. <laughs> and Jerry has been my buddy for when I want someone to look at my other writing projects outside of K-pop. And she has kept me motivated when looking at K-dramas and movies because I don't like them. Like I do, <laughs> but I get fed up with certain cliches in writing and I'm like, I'm not going to make it through it. There's one that we're looking at right now. We have one episode left. 
we're only still watching it. We're not going to mention at the end of the year or anything like that because it's awful. (laughs) We're just like, surely they can't be doing this. Surely they have to stop at some point. And they haven't. (laughs) So I would not have gone through this without JR. And then Min, on the other hand, she claims it's not. But she has been my voice of reason when I've been doubting something, like when I'm not satisfied and I don't know why. Min always manages to figure out what it is and how to change it or how to make it better. She's been one of the big reasons why stuff has expanded is that she doubles down on stuff and she doesn't realize that she does it. I am a voice of reason and the bringer of chaos. That is me. (laughs) You don't bring chaos though, you just make things bigger. And you're like, here's how we can expand this. I made your life chaotic less than five minutes ago with my second hand (laughs) (laughs) marking. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) We did not bring that up again. It's like I tried to build a house and Min went, it'd be great if you built a second story, a pool, and a gazebo. Like, that's what you've been doing. And we're all like, yeah, you know, she's right. I still want to make a sister podcast in this one. I just have to find somebody. Where where can I complain to find the J-pop fans to make a sister podcast? I know people and I'm one of the people. But we're not jumping into that until many things are finished. Don't <laughs> get started on something. But since working with these two, I have improved as a researcher and a writer, which, like, I went to college and I did a lot of research because I was in the social sciences, and the amount of care I've had to put into this stuff does not even parallel anything I did in college, which is crazy. But I think that's also the difference between stuff that you're actually happy about, but also my field was about, like, affecting people's lives, whereas this is not life and death, which I think helps. It's not about (laughs) genocide, which I think also helps. I hope so. (laughs) At the end of the day, like, no one's getting hurt out of this. Like, once again, compared to genocide stuff that I was into, this is much tamer. Even like the bad side of K-pop, which we we did have an episode I really wanted to do about death in K-pop, but we've had to put that off for obvious reasons. Also made me have more empathy, though, where it's like, I think that came, though, from looking at how other people write wikis or articles about people. And I'm like, this is so mean for no reason. It's like, I don't want to be that way. Like, I feel like I've changed how I've talked. So begin with it, like, we do make fun of people, but some of the extremes people go to where they're like, this person didn't matter. It's like, shut up. <laughs> like, I'm absolutely tired of that talk where it's like, and this affected nothing. No. Or, oh, these people were just like the machine of idols. It's like, you could talk about like the system that way, but stop talking about the people that way. Like, mm-hmm. I feel the dehumanization that a lot of people kind of associate with idols is not okay. I really don't like how people talk about it's like, oh, you didn't matter. You didn't do anything. Yeah, Your life that you spent on this, that uh, that was a waste. That you didn't do anything. It's like, well, people wasted their time, but their lives are not a waste. I'm so tired of hearing that. So anyway, getting back to the point. Thank you guys. I have no idea how we've done it so far. Because we keep saying, surely one of us is going to drop off at some point. Surely we're going to stop. But we don't. And we were always working on stuff too. Even when we say, oh, we have a break. We're liars. <laughs> like, I'm not writing any more scripts for the rest of the year. And yet, what am I doing in the background? <laughs> uh. So here's to four years of that. Can you imagine four years in the future where we're going to (laughs) be? Min just groans. We think we're bad now, but we're going to get worse over time. I just know it. Jerry, you and I are going to learn more Korean. Mm -hmm. Min's going to be able to research more and we're going to talk to more people. I think we have the drive. That's just the biggest thing. We keep saying like, oh my goodness, how are we doing this? And we just are motivated to from some intrinsic place inside of us we're just like yeah this is something we love doing and we want to continue doing it and we don't want to let the other people down (laughs) yeah we feel bad when we tell people we're going to do something and like it takes us longer yeah Yeah. we we feel bad very easily and it's more towards each other we're like oh but i don't want to make the person who wrote that wait even longer for me to finish writing my part of that thing (laughs) yep so yeah (laughs) any last words I think we've said everything. I just can't believe we're still doing this. Like, <laughs> And we have bigger plans. Like, There's certain things that JR wants to start and that Min wants to start that I'm like fully in support of, but we do not have the time or energy right now. And I've been telling mm-hmm. them, do not start anything until I finish the HOT project. Like, That's all I care about right now. It's been a wild ride. And before we go, we just wanted to say thank you so much to you, the listener, for listening to us. 
we are not the biggest podcast out there, and we don't know how many of you guys have been listening along to our story since the beginning, even way back when on our old blogs, or even our train wreck of a first season. We've recently reached, for us, a big milestone of having 5,000 downloads in total of all of our episodes, and that's something we thought we'd never reach. I think in the beginning, we were sure that only our three other friends would listen to this. And now (laughs) there's more. And even if you only listen to an episode here and there when you see a topic you're interested in, we just want to thank you so much for wanting to spend your time with us. And we hope that you walk away from our episodes encouraged to do more and be better or do something fun because of what we said, or even learn something new. But I think that's where we'll call it for today. Here's to four years of us, and let's hope we'll be better off for the four next years, and a long time after that. So you'll see us in not a long time. (laughs) And JR, you forgot to add a date for the next episode! You gotta add a date! Oh! There's a date missing! I always forget! What is this? Don't cut this! Don't cut this! Well, yeah, of course. That's the other I day, like that, I was thinking I need to put it in, and I thought I had, because I've had episode 51 up for days, and somehow I did not end up doing it. So here we go. Thank you for listening to possibly 50 episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to rate, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends about us. If you want to interact with us or see more of our content, then you can follow us on Twitter at KpopSunbase or on our other social media platforms, which will be in the description. Also, don't forget that our next episode comes out on October 2nd, 2022. Thanks everyone. Bye. Bye. Annyeong.